Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, guys, the episode Stormborn is over over uh, where I'm at. So if you're listening and you haven't watched the episode yet, spoilers ahead. I really did like this episode. I love the battle at the end. I love uh, what's going on. I think what... What I'm loving so far this season, there's this kind of fun aspect of this is the seventh season. We've been building. It's like Baelish says, seems like a lifetime ago when he's talking about events in season two. And there's some callbacks to season one with, uh, of course, uh, uh, Arya telling uh, when she runs into Nymeria, which is which is heartbreaking. Nymeria doesn't want that life. And Arya didn't want the life her father offered her. And so she kind of repeats her own line, that's not you, which is what she told her father in season one, that's not me. We also got Jon Snow choking Baelish after he confesses his love for Sansa. Similar to Ned Stark choking Baelish after he kind of confesses his loyalty to Catelyn Stark in season one. There's some great callbacks, but also it's this thing of back in season one when this is all coming out and, and you're trying to talk the story about the story with your friends and a fellow fans you're like well what's going to defeat white walkers it's it's going to be the dragons it's going to be dragon glass valerian still what would cure grayscale is it dragon glass is it is it sam of the citadel is it quaith and all of these things are starting to get answered or at least being set up and what i love is that in the show you have these characters actually saying well look she's got dragons right doesn't fire Kill White Walkers? Sir Davos is saying this to John, and John's like, well, that makes some sense. That's what we've been saying since almost uh, episode one, just when this was playing out. I love that these uh, these characters are finally trying to answer the questions we've been asking. That's really fun. The big stuff for me in this episode uh, is John and Daenerys. Talk about a fantasy meetup. We might get that finally next week, it would appear. But you have John and Daenerys learning how to be rulers in this new land. Danny's had her chance. Danny ruled in Marine, but this is different. This is a different time. I love the stuff with Varys. Uh, it would have made, made sense if that had happened on a ship before she lands in Dragonstone. Maybe she just wanted to uh, make sure she got to Westeros with Varys' help. And I like that she said uh, what she said to Varys about, hey, you, you know, how can I trust you? You you conspired against my father. You conspired against the man who replaced him. And how do I know you're not conspiring against me? And I like Varys saying, I choose you. And that's a good scene, good stuff. Uh, I, I enjoy uh, watching Daenerys take the advice from uh, different sources, Elena. Yara Greyjoy, of course, Ilaria Sand. These aren't crusty old men. Uh, these are the women in power here in her alliance. And I like that. I like that scene. I love Elena reminding her she is a dragon. Be a dragon. I still wonder if an all-out assault on King's Landing would have been better, but I understand you don't want to rule the ashes. You're not Baelish. So it uh, uh, looks like we are going to get that casterly rock stuff we thought we were going to get. We all kind of had predicted from the early, early teases. And Euron strikes. I love his ship. Silence is a big beast of a ship and you're on he's over the top like ramsey he's over the top but i love it i uh, he he is pirate he really came across as that he came across as a dangerous threat someone who loves going into battle first not afraid to lead uh and, and taking out 
of course, uh, uh, Obara and uh, Nymeria Sand. That, that those are those are skilled fighters. Taim being overpowered, uh, just as many thought. Euron's gift is probably going to be Yara. I think he'll she'll survive till the shores and Alaria Sand. And just like that, Cersei has has got some of the odds back in her corner, back in her way. Uh, it's impressive. I mean, you Euron. He's going to be a formidable opponent. That's been clear here. So a lot of big things there. I love Sam being the one that's going to cure, or at least try to cure Jorah. I love, I actually got teary-eyed. Teary-eyed alert. I got teary-eyed with Sam, invoking the memories of Jor Mormont, the same man who said, Tarly, I forbid you to die. He's basically saying that to Jorah. You're not going to die today. He's going to do this. Very interesting stuff. A lot of things intersecting. A lot of stories coming to conclusions. A lot of answers we've been seeking since season one starting to come to light. And I love it. We are here around the corner of the bend at the end of this show. End of the story. And it is so far. Two episodes in. I am loving what's going on here in season seven. But you guys let me know. Please put it out there. Call into the station. Find me on Twitter at CatNapsLike. Use that hashtag Daily Thrones. Favorite, of course, you don't miss a, miss a broadcast. What did you think about Episode 2, Stormboard? What are your big takeaways? See you soon on Daily Thrones. Oh, my God, Ken. Oh, my God. I just recorded my Stardust thing. Now I'm doing Daily Thrones. That was incredible and crazy. Euron Greyjoy is for real. He was so ferocious. I am done with Theon Greyjoy. I thought he was an absolute coward. I know some people might say, well, he had no choice. I don't want to hear it. I wouldn't abandon my sister like that. I'm done with him. But ever stuff in the episode, um, Nymeria, finally seeing her, which we kind of thought we maybe would this season was cool, but you know, she's not happy, I guess, with Arya. Hot Pie! We saw Hot Pie! How awesome was that? Grayscale, seeing the, that scene, the grayscale being being cured uh, was kind of heart-wrenching to watch because you could see how much pain drawer was in everything with Danny at Dragonstone meeting with the mother of demons, a.k.a. Melisandre, who I hate. But it was a great scene. There was just so much stuff in this episode. Oh, my God. This is just instant reaction. I'll have more analysis once I rewatch the episode about four or five times. Ken, let me just tell you right away, uh, after finishing the episode, this is significantly, uh, for me anyway, better than episode one. Uh, particularly the uh, last bit alone. Absolutely outstanding, man. I cannot wait for the rest of the season to pull out such fierce epicness every single time we see it. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on the episode. Hey, Ken, Kevin Ross. Uh, love the uh, love Stormborn. Love the fight. But I was noticing something. Uh, the Maesters are the ones that deliver messages to everyone, except Littlefinger and Varys. So, two things. One, do you think the Maesters are quote unquote tapping the phones and recording every message that comes across because they're the one controlling the Ravens? And two, do Varys and Littlefinger know that and don't use that? Uh, form of communication they run that's why they have their own little their own little birds uh, and their own spy networks to bypass the maesters that they know tap the phones uh, just an observation uh, but uh, what do you think thanks a lot bye-bye 
Hey, Daily Thrones fans, fun observation from Kevin over at Three Cocktail Questions about spy versus spy. Do the maesters keep track of everything? Can we trust the maesters? I think the more and more that you learn about the maesters, and even on the good stuff where they're, hey, they're the, the memories of this world, they're the keepers of the histories, and also there's some shadowy, shady stuff. I could see the maesters playing some games with how they communicate. I could see the maesters kind of keeping tabs on who's communicating to what, making copies, so to speak, of what they're sending. That's why I actually love Baelish and Varys for what they do. They go on their own path, their own birds, their own spies, and their own ravens. I think that's some astute observation from Kevin. The Maesters, I think, the more you learn about them, again, the more you learn about them, that's why I love what's going on with Jim Broadbent's character, Archmaester Marwyn. You're seeing the inside, the inner workings of the Maesters, and what they think, and what they believe, and what they write. And some personal glory there from Marwan. He's going to write a book detailing what happened after Robert took over. And I love this kind of stuff. It shows that they have points of view, too. They're not just humble servants in the land. What do you guys think? And more reactions from Stormborn are needed from you here on Daily Thrones. Call on in. Hey, Ken. I really liked the episode, but I'm already already noticing a glaring weakness for the season and how it's impacting Arya's storyline. I feel like the quickened pace is really taking away the significance of these major moments for Arya, such as her killed, killing all of the Freys, and now her meeting up with first Hot Pie, which really just came out of nowhere, and then her meeting up with Nymeria. There really was no like build-up to each of these scenes. We're really just thrust in the middle of it, and they're supposed to be very important and impactful, but I feel like they're, they're kind of rushed, and they're really taking away from how significant these moments are. I feel like if they spent more time like giving them maybe a few more scenes just to build up to these moments, they'd be more impactful, and it would just make for a better episode. Billy with a great call about Arya's storyline and is it rushed? And I think the answer is yes. I think a lot of the stories on the shows are rushed each season. There's at least a few of them there. And in some cases, this is okay. But I will admit that I love I love the Arya stuff so far this season. Even the weird Walder Frey thing. It was slightly weird. She really, really became that character. There's some, there's magic in, in them skin masks. But the stuff with Nymeria, the stuff with Hot Pie today, I thought was actually really good. But it totally uh, did seem rushed, and it made me really want to read that story play out in the books. And that's why we have the books. Two different things. What do you guys think? I still uh, like Billy. Uh, really like this episode, but I understand what he's saying about the heightened pace this season. All right. What do you guys know? Let me know. Oh, I got some wolves barking in the background here on Daily Thrones. Hey Ken, I just watched Stormborn. I absolutely loved it. Nymeria returns. John's on his way to Danny. Euron's on the warpath. Hell yes to all of it. But there's one controversy on which I want to make sure that I get my position out there, and that's Theon jumping ship rather than trying to save Yara. From tangential reaction on social media, I can already see that people are condemning him, and I think that's really unfair. Theon's a trauma victim. He went through unspeakable horrors at the hands of Ramsay. I understand that for TV audiences, it's easy to hand wave that. It was three seasons ago, but that doesn't just vanish. Yes, he fought his way back. Yes, Yara gave him the pick-me-up speech. Yes, he saved Sansa, but the scars that Ramsay left on Theon will never go away. And when he saw his sister being held captive by a cackling, sadistic lunatic, his experience was triggered. Through cinematic craft and visual storytelling, the show made this clear, and so he went overboard. Disappointing in the moment, but understandable. Hey, Ken. That was a great episode tonight. I really enjoyed Euron Greyjoy. 
I just love Psychos and Game of Thrones. But I got a question for you about Jon Snow and Littlefinger talking. The way that Jon was looking at Littlefinger, do you think Sansa has told Jon how Littlefinger plays games? Because Jon wasn't buying into any of it. And I was just wondering, what are your thoughts on that? Hey, Ken. Just calling in about something I noticed on Sunday's episode. It's not huge, just a little uh, contrast, if you will. Theon leaves Yara at the axe blade of Euron Greyjoy and, and breaks at the hands of his PTSD and jumps overboard, or whatever whatever the case may be there. Um, I think that contrasts really well, his breaking against Sansa's recovery. I feel that Sansa is relearning how to be honest and almost relearning her family values. Um, we see her extremely upset until she's given the chance to lead in Jon's absence. And I think that the scene in uh, the crypts proves that Sansa is trying to be more honest. Jon knows exactly who Baelish is going into that conversation. And I think that that has to be credited to Sansa because who else has that kind of information on the information gatherer himself? So thanks for taking the call, Ken. Finally getting a chance to check in here today on Daily Thrones. Big episode yesterday. One of the big talking points coming out of it, of course, is Theon and his decision to kind to kind of, well, bail on the situation. And I don't think that's fair. Put a call up earlier, uh, actually late last night from Jared. I had similar thoughts that you have to take into effect the trauma this character went through. It, it is, it's slightly different in the shows. And I, I don't mean to pull the book card out, but in the book, it's... Theon goes through a lot more. The transition into Reek is 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 more graphic. It's it's a little deeper, and it makes more sense that Theon would have this moment. But again, we're we're dealing with the show, and that's what we have to work with. But even then, I understand what happened with Theon. This is Reek TSD. No no joking matter about it. This is trauma triggered by the visuals that he saw, very similar to the Hound way back at the Battle of Blackwater in season two, where the flames and the death and the screaming just was too much for him to take. This is a world where we have swords, we have capes, we have heroes. But Theon, this was not his moment to be a hero. We, Alfie Allen talked often at the panel over Hall H at San Diego this weekend about needing to find empathy for Theon. I think this is one of those moments that is very frustrating. You want him to be a hero. We all want uh, heroes here on Game of Thrones. We want our characters to step up. Yara's a popular character. Euron's doing great as a bad guy. Theon had his moment, but he probably would have died. Look, make jokes that, uh, that, you, that you will about the Sand Snakes on the show, but they are still good fighters, and they are presented as, as best as they can on the show as that, and Euron bested two of them. He bested Yar, who's a pretty damn good fighter herself. Euron's got skills. I don't think Theon would have taken him anyways. He would have died, would have been useless, and there would have been no Greyjoys left outside of Euron. And we don't want that now, do we? I understand it's frustrating wanted him to save Yara, wanted him to try, but that wasn't Theon on that boat. That was Reek. And you can almost see why he jumped into the water. We'll see more on this. I want your guys' thoughts on Theon. Call into the station here. Got some other great calls from you guys that I'm going to get to soon. Episode 2, Stormborn. I'm loving this season so far. It is two for two in my book with great deep thought starting episodes that also have big set pieces and a lot of fun in them as well love what's going on in season seven call in let me know what you think about theon's big decision and the season so far right here on anchor hey how's it going man about the stormborn episode um 
I think from that I know how the very the whole series the last scene's gonna be when Samuel's in the library with the maester the head there he hints that he's writing a story of the wars after uh, Baratheon and he says that title and you know he kind of looks at Sam I forget I think Sam says something like oh that's not gonna that's not gonna work out for like the title or something like that so I think the very last scene's either gonna be that guy sitting down and closing a book that says, you know, Song of Fire and Ice or something like that, or Samwell himself is going to sit down and um, start making the book or, you know, chime in, hey, maybe you should call it a Song of Fire and Ice or something like that. But anyways, just want to know your thoughts. Thanks. Bye. Put a call up in the station from Just Drew that I think is pretty funny. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, if it's true, but I had that thought too, and I know a lot of people did, where you have Samuel down at the Citadel talking with Jim Broadbent, who, of course, we now know is not Archmaster Marwin, but Archmaster Ebros, and talking about writing the book. And Ebros is trying to write the book about uh, all the adventures following Robert's rebellion and after Robert is the king, and he's got a he's looking for a title for that book that's it's almost it's almost a look to the camera and wink situation and well i don't think these uh, series will necessarily end with samwell sitting down uh, uh, closing the final pages of a book that he finished or ebros doing it himself i also can kind of see that just like our friend just drew called in and said i could see a a a hobbit or lord of the rings type of ending where all right this was this was the stories we told. How did you like those adventures? What did you guys think about that moment? I thought that was pretty funny. And a big uh, episode with some big loud moments and some great character stuff. It was a little funny. Uh, possible wink and nod to what might come at the very end of the show. Let me know what you guys think.